I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone. Just me at the top of this episode to let you know that next week we're doing the same thing again. That's right. At the end of this episode, I say, no, it's too much work. But then everyone bullied me in the chat. So August 24, 8 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, five bucks at joshua.com.au. Come and join the Zoom. It's so much fun. Like last, this episode you're about to hear, it, we had a great time. It was really silly and really fun in the best possible way. Uh, so, yeah, make sure you come along next week. It's going to be cool. I can tell you, so far, Guy Montgomery uh, from New Zealand is doing it and Conchetta Caristo is doing it as well, so it's going to be fun. And hopefully the other two people have asked. They also say yes. It'll be super great. Other news is uh, the birthday show has been rescheduled to October 23. So if you had a ticket to uh, the birthday shows, uh, cross out October 23 in your diary and uh, that's happening then. Fingers crossed. Who knows? It's crazy. It's so funny trying to put stuff down. Go, oh, we'll, we'll do it now even though we're still in lockdown. But businesses have to business, guys, and we need to support them. So that is the date. Hey, thanks everyone who's been upping the Patreon. It's uh, going from strength to strength. I said at the start of the year I wanted uh, 500. We're getting close, guys. So uh, if you're not a Patreon subscriber, every week you get a bonus episode of a podcast called Top 5 where me and a mate uh, sit down and uh, discuss the top five of the topic that we choose. This week's one is Brett Blake. It's very funny. We talk about people we want to dunk on. As if we'd ever, ever be able to dunk it. Uh, so that's really great. So go to patreon.com slash D-Y-K-W-I-A. Thanks everyone who's uh, been... Uh, giving it five stars on iTunes. That's great. There's 600 five-star reviews on iTunes, which is really great. So thank you very much. If you, you know, cost you nothing, just do, give us a five-star. That's great. Anyway, I'll let you get into this episode because it's very, very funny with Louis Theroux, Sir Michael Caine, Matt Stewart, and myself. For those who are in the Zoom chat, you'll notice that it's it, it goes so smoothly when it's just the audio. Uh, those in the chat, we had a great time. Anyway, enjoy this episode, episode 268, with Sir Michael Caine, Louis Theroux, Matt Stewart, and it's a fair bit of talk about Ben Russell as well in there. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. My name is Josh Earl, and this week I discovered that my criminal namesake, Mr. Josh Earl, who was in the Polk County Community Jail. He's back in the big house, everyone. This time, three charges. Bail jumping, disorderly mm. conduct, and probation hold. Come on. Like, just he didn't hurt anyone. Like, he probably just slept in. It's a pandemic. No, Everyone's disorderly now. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, if this is your first time, and also if you're listening to this on the Thursday this is another Zoom one. I've got a whole bunch of my, my closest friends in the Zoom and we're watching this, this, the trilogy, the third and final in the trilogy. And as, as everyone knows, the trilogy is always the best. Godfather 3, Back to the Future 3, and this. It's going to be the best. So let's meet the guest now. Our first guest is an actor who shares his name 
with the Director of Coaching at Florida Elite Soccer Academy. Can you please welcome, it's Sir Michael Kane. Hello, it's wonderful to be here. Thank you so much for having me. How are uh, you, Sir Michael? I'm having a very nice time on my patio, sipping a Fernet Branca. Where, uh, whereabouts? whereabouts? You, you strike me as someone who lives, who spends the summer in France or something like that. At the moment, I'm in England oh, uh, yes. because yeah, that's where I mainly live. And uh, I have wonderful uh, dogs. I've got dogs. so many dogs. I raise and breed uh, tiny little Pom- Pomeranians. They're little, wonderful, tiny little dogs. And uh, you wouldn't believe where I find them. I lose one of the Pomeranians and all of a sudden, <laughs> oh, there's it. I, I bloody haven't seen you in years. That's what I say to a little puppy. And he, of course, gives me a little wink and goes about his day on what other business that he was up to. It's wonderful. Oh, very good stuff. Also joining us is a man who shares his name with a nurse in Broadmeadows. Can you please welcome from Do Go On? It is Matt Stewart. Hey, how's it going? Broadmeadows, beautiful neck of the woods. Uh, yeah, and, and, you know, an essential worker. You must feel proud sharing your name with an essential worker, Matt. It is good, yeah. With a, a unique name like mine, it's good to find another one uh, with it. I would have told you this before. I grew up around the corner from a guy who had the exact same name as me, including middle name. That is unbelievable. 200 metres away. It's a a very common name. Did you go to the same school? Was he your age? Uh, No, his kids went to my school, though, so he was a a school dad. Uh, I think I've said this on the show. I went all through my primary school and high school with two girls called Bianca Spinks, and one was Bianca Marie, and the other one was Bianca Lee. And then we got to year 11, 12, and Bianca, I think Bianca Marie didn't do 11 and 12. She finished in grade 10. And so with Bianca Lee, I said, hey, Bianca Lee. And she goes, it's just Bianca now. The other one's not here. <laughs> so for her whole life, for like 10 years of her schooling, she was hating anyone calling her Bianca Lee the entire time, which uh-huh. I guess I would too if it was Bianca Lee. Hello, hello uh, Joshua Adam. What's uh, your middle name, Michael? Uh, my middle name. My middle name is Pertwee. Pertwee. <laughs> that is right. Little Pertwee. And the kids at school, they used to say, oh, Pertwee, uh, you, you, fuck you. Uh, oh, but, no. Uh, it was really rude. Uh, but uh, I, I gave them one of these looks, one of my famous looks, these ones. <laughs> <laughs> and they all um, just ran away, just like that. Of course, this is an audio me- medium, but just imagine that I looked really hard at them like this <laughs> and, and, and just imagine that in your mind so you of course oh, much prefer this normal look you're giving us much friendlier warmer in the eyes yes i've used my warm eyes <laughs> all right and finally is a documentary filmmaker who shares his name with a junior analyst in copenhagen Can you please welcome back to the podcast it's louis through everyone hello it's me louis through it's wonderful to be here thank you so much uh, it's great to see you josh do you uh have you been working out? I myself have been working out. I'm on a... I've done some research. You're doing the Joe Wicks. That's right, yeah. Yeah, I'm doing the Joe Ritz, but I'm also going um, and just seeing some of the saddest people and saying, isn't this sad? And that quite... There's nothing that puts you off your lunch quite so much as just something that is incredibly sad. Oh, that's... Louis, you, you've got mm. to get out a bit more and see some happier people. Yes, just seeing sad people all the time would affect you, I think. Absolutely, I agree. And I like to spice things up at home, of course, oh, yes? you know. We make things, you know, I always say it doesn't, you don't have to be crazy to live uh, in our house, but it certainly helps. 
<laughs> great joke. Great yeah, it's joke. great. It's just a little joke. We love to have a little joke and a laugh around. Uh, like sometimes I'll go up to my children and I'll say, Kevin, what are you doing? Do you think that's a bit... What do you... I mean, I'm just your father. It just seems to me like why, you know, I would be sharing. Isn't that right? You know, I just think that maybe... I, I'm just Louis Theroux, your father from the BBC, but I just think maybe you should share your toys. It seems to me is now a good time. It seems to me like you'll share your toys. And uh, anyway, we have a big, long talk, and and then eventually um, he um, he tells me to fuck off. <laughs> See the oldest one? Yeah, yeah. It's just a matter of time, isn't it? But you just look at your children, and you just know that one point, oh, this, what a nice little boy. I can't wait for him to grow old enough to tell me to fuck off. <laughs> I, I can't wait. I've got two myself, and I reckon we're, we're very close. We're very close to that happening, especially if lockdown continues for much longer. <laughs> anyway, let's get into the show. Our first show, our first uh, game today is called You Can Quote Me On That. Now, in this round, I'll read out quotes from the four of us, okay? Because I'm in this one as well. Now, these are from yeah. anywhere. These can be from uh, books, can be from social media, interviews you've done. I've found four, or I've found 10 quotes that I think are very funny, and I'm going to read them out. So, your names are your buzzers. If you think you know who wrote it, you get a point. If you get it incorrect, the person actually wrote it, they get the point. So here we go. Okay. Question one. I like eating food after it's gone off. Who's Matt. that? Matt. Okay. Yes, Matt. That sounds to me like uh, Louis Theroux. Matt Stewart, you are correct. That is a Louis Theroux, yes. Well done, he just Matt. is an experimenter, right? Everything in life for him, it's all experimenting, figuring out what's what, what the edge I do, is. You know, I did... I don't know one believes those things, you know. It just seems like it's sort of just a suggestion, doesn't isn't it? Well, I, I heard that used by and best before are two different things. Totally different, yes. Yeah. Best before is just in its peak, in its premium, you know. It's you yeah. in your you know, mid to late twenties. Yes. <laughs> but you know, best afterwards you know, just because you're in your thirties or in your forties doesn't mean you don't taste great. Yeah. Um, you know, I taste fantastic, and I'm sure, sure that uh, Sir Michael Caden does. Yes, I taste uh, a lot like uh, chocolate dripped uh, with strawberries. Oh, uh, that's right. Sounds very good. I'm very luscious and erotic. I'm an chocolate, erotic big. So, so you taste like chocolate dipped or dripped? Dipped in strawberries. Oh, I thought you said dripped with strawberries. Usually, so like a strawberry paste. Usually, you would dip chocolate. You dip the strawberries into the chocolate, but yep. I do things different. <laughs> That's why you're a sir. So point there for Matt. Question two. Not sure why baby spinach has the washed and ready-to-eat market cornered. The rest of the vegetables should get off their lazy asses and have a wash too. Michael Caine. Yes, Michael Caine. Uh, that sounds like the kind of uh, sort of irreverence that could only be uh, Matt. Stewart. You are correct. That was a Matt Stewart. A point there for Sir Michael Caine. Yes. I enjoy his comedy and I, I watch him on the television every night. Oh, <laughs> are you on telly, Matt, every night? Oh, uh, yeah. Where, what, what are you catching me on, Sir Michael? I'm catching you on your uh, on the fantastic show, uh, Matt, Matt's All About It, <laughs> that of course only is in the UK, but he is very big in the UK. He cannot go down the street without getting mugged because they're like that's matt stewart from matt's all about it and it's wonderful thank you so much thanks so much it is always nice to meet a fan yeah, sometimes when i have to go to the shops i go Matt, 
go down the shops and that so that I could go down the shops because people would be too, you know, confused and they'd be like, oh, there's Matt Stewart and I'll just slip on through because I can be quite sneaky. I, of course, I, you I, do not live in the same country. I know, I know the show's up and running already, Matt, but I would have went with uh, Matt's All Folks. That's oh, just, that's just better. me. That's fine. We'll I'm probably go better, with, just different. Go with that in America. They normally need something a bit more streamlined over there. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, question three. The trouble with women? Elbows. Oh, uh, Matt. Yes, Matt. That, look, that's got the sort of acerbic vibe of a Sir Michael Caine. You are correct, Matt. That is Sir Michael Caine, yes. That's right. I was... I was bending over and I bumped her elbow and I said, oh, that is a, that is a doozy. So, so are you suggesting that maybe people, like female identifying people, just remove the elbow? That's right. Let me, I am a gentleman, so let me get the pain for you. Uh, of course, I always open a door before uh, for a lady and I will gla- gladly continue that because, of course, ladies will not have elbows. Excellent. Right. Do you know what I'm saying, Matt? It's gone. Oh, it's back on. Oh, no. Oh, he's frozen. And he who? has frozen. It's ridiculous. <laughs> well, at least I'm, I'm stuck with two other guests. That's it's right. All right. It's, uh, we're still here. We're still having a great time. I'm um, just having a, a little sit. I'm not wearing any pants, but you can't see it in the, st- in the stream. Please don't tubin on the stream. I don't want <laughs> any more tubins happening. <laughs> no. No tubing, absolutely. Now I've just got to go through the huge list of people and find <laughs> Matt Stewart as he comes back in. Uh, are you here, Matt? Yes, I am here. Thank you so much for having me. It's a real well, pleasure. We're going from the top. Where, <laughs> I've got to find you with the thing so I can... Uh, here we go. I've got you here. How many Matts could be there in here? There we go. Add How many Matts? I wasn't sure if, if it was... I. It was either... <laughs> It was either my internet had failed or the 200 people in here had all frozen at the same time. <laughs> I was kind of hoping it was that the latter. but We've got people in the, in the comments saying it's going so well, so this is great. The all best right. thing about freezing is that you never blink. And, of course, as everyone knows, I maintain all my power on the cameras because I never blink, not even once. <laughs> Question four. Don't live in the past. Live in the now. People who live in the past are awful. Hitler, for example. He's from the past, and let me tell you, he was a real piece of work. Michael Caine. Yes, Michael Caine. Is that Louis Theroux? No, that is Matt Stewart there. Point there for Matt, yes. I thought that was me. I mean, no. of course, I would be able to do that joke, but Matt, it doesn't seem like Matt can do that joke, politically <laughs> correctly speaking. Seems problematic, Matt. Do you think that maybe, do you regret what you're doing, maybe? But maybe that you... Oh. You tweeted it out? Do you think that that's probably not... I mean, it seems to me like it's maybe an insensitive thing to do. Perhaps. Oh, I hadn't really considered that. As I walked away, I knew that Matt had never <laughs> really considered that and that he never would. <laughs> but, did, Matt, you, you followed this up on Twitter saying that you did this on stage. Yes, I did it on stage that night um, after it got a few likes on Twitter and it, it bombed. So <laughs> I, um, I didn't do it on stage again. I've got a joke well, for you. Oh, yes. Knock, knock. Who's there, Sir Michael? Anita, remember. <laughs> Anita, remember who? That's, <laughs> that's your bloody problem, not mine. I'm Michael Caine. <laughs> Great joke, Michael. Great. Thank you. I am a real orator. 
right. Question five. Hey, someone should do a documentary called Down to the Last Two about people who almost got the part of famous roles and how they've coped with it. Louis Theroux? Yes, Louis. Is that Michael Caine? No, that's Josh Earl. I get a point. Yes. Josh Earl, have you ever... What's, what's the closest role that you've come close to but never, never got it? I came close to a, uh, a car commercial that went to a guy who was like on Home and Away for four years, down to me and him, and I didn't Ooh. get it. And mm. I also... This is, I went for an ad for uh, Metamucil. It was offered an ad for Metamucil, and uh, another guy I know got the ad. Uh, who got it? <laughs> uh, this, this comedian called Ben Russell. And so I, um, you know, you always look at the, the gigs that you might have gotten, you know, you spend the money in your head and then you find out someone got it and yeah. Honestly, it's it's the worst. <laughs> if you ever see Ben Russell's up for your part, you, you know, give up. Don't waste your time. <laughs> You're never going to get it. I bet he is absolutely swimming in all that Metamucil money. <laughs> I don't really understand how he's allowed to do so many different ads. Well, you know, if you're quite, you can be quite a chameleon, I suppose. You know, it's all about your sort of versatility, don't you think, there, Matt? Yeah, that's true. He's very know. versatile. I don't know if he's that versatile, but that's right. Well, move on. I, I am I, extremely I, I, versatile. Oh, you, uh, you are Michael Caine. That's yes. right. Sometimes I could be Michael Caine, and I'm Michael Caine. I'm quite sad. Other times I'm Michael Caine, and I'm quite, quite forward, and yes. I talk quite, and I'm very direct. And then other times. I'm Michael Caine, and I'm very old. I'm old, Michael Caine. Oh. Are you ever old and sad? Sometimes I am, as a matter of fact. And that, it just goes to show the versatility that I can exuberate. Yeah, there's sort of the three primary colours of Caine, yeah. you know. And you can mix and match, you know. You can you, you mix sadness with oldness, and you get a whole new Caine. Yeah. Does that Welcome. make any sense? Uh, Welcome to the house of Caine. If I could just do a big plug for my Caine store that is still up and running. Oh, yes. Michael's Caine. And you can, in fact, mix and match the three primary Caine colours. Uh, those are, of course, R, G and B. So make all different colours. And we will sit down and we'll say, which sort of Caine would you like and what sort of colour? And people go, I thought Caine only came in one colour. No, it doesn't. It comes in many colours. Excellent. <laughs> Next question. I wish every night before bed I could remove my eyeballs and place them in mineral water overnight and then just put them back in the morning so they feel fresh. Michael Caine. Yes, Michael Caine. Is that Louis Theroux? No, that's Josh Earl again. I get another point. I'm uh, racking up the points here. This is good. I, well, like, I like throwing points in my own game. Is that because I, I have glasses, Michael? Yes, it is. But so do I. <laughs> oh, touche. Technically, I, I should as well, but I, I just don't wear them. Well, they're called corrective glasses for a reason. So you wear them and then your eyesight will be better. Well, I'm only meant to wear them at night. I've got astigmatism that changes. You're wearing them at night. Are you, you're going to sleep at night time. Well, that's Why that's do you want to wear glasses it? at night? You can't see. You can't see. Every time when the sun goes down, oh. Michael Caine goes to bed. Matt. You've got glasses on. You look like a professor's just walked in the room. <laughs> I know. I don't utilise this enough. People think I'm real stupid. That's because I'm never wearing my glasses. I haven't worn... I used to wear them every day before COVID and then COVID started and I never left, you know, my lounge room. 
So I didn't have to see that far away, and I haven't worn them since. Yeah. They look very smashing. Thank you so much. Next question. Question seven. Can I look at your penis? (laughs) Matt. (laughs) Yes, Matt. (laughs) That is the kind of probing question I can picture Louis Theroux asking. You are correct, Matt. That is a Louis Theroux. That is right. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. What, on a porn? That would have been on the porn series, right? No, that was just a barbecue. Um, <laughs> it's just a little through barbecue tradition. Because you never know someone until you've seen uh, their genitals, I believe. Uh, you know, the penis itself is like a snowflake. There's no, no one penis is the same. It's a lot like a finger no, one penis is the same. <laughs> None. Well, I would say maybe the scrotum's like that because it's got its own like fingerprint kind of wrinkles on it. But you're saying the penis is like a snowflake. No, the scrotums are a dime a dozen. <laughs> scrotums, they grow on trees, Josh. Okay? You want, to, you want to know someone, look at their penis. I actually think a penis is opposite of a snowflake. Whereas in heat, the snowflake will get smaller. And in cold, it maintains its size. But a penis, in my experience, is the other way around. I think, uh, I think you, the metaphor is... Slightly collapsing under you talking it out. Uh, but one thing that doesn't collapse, uh, and that is the friendship that is forged when you've seen your friend's penis in a totally consensual and friendship way, platonic way. You know, it's just two two friends just saying, hey, I'll show you yours if you show me mine. <laughs> so <laughs> you get the other person to unzip yours for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's nice. Right. Yeah. That's, that's nice. A, that's an English. Uh, uh, we used to do that as well in boarding st- school. Yeah, well, maybe we went to the same boarding school. Uh, maybe we did, but we will never discuss it further. <laughs> I'm happy with that. Okay, question eight. Be like a duck. Calm on the surface, but always paddling like the dickens underneath. Oh, Matt. Yes, Matt. Dickens, I mean, there's only one old enough here to use a term like that. It's got to be Mr. Sir Michael Caine. You are correct, Matt. Yes, that is Sir Michael Caine. that young people will never say the Dickens? (laughs) Not that I'm aware of. And I mean, I think you're the only one who's played a a leading role in a Dickens movie. I have. The Muppet Christmas Carol. You there, boy. What day is it? (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) But... It's. It, I always uh, I sit out on the pond that's near my house in England. Yeah. And I sit there and I see the ducks and they always look so calm. But what are they doing underneath? You know, what's going on? What are they plotting? You never see the hands. So they, they're very sneaky animals because... You think I of never, them as hands? That's what the duck's feet is. They're their hands. What are their wings then? Wings aren't hands. I'd never really thought about the wings. I just imagined the wings were some, you know, on top, and they were a bit. They were like a coat, you know, a bit. They were like a nice jacket, like a shawl. That's right, yeah. like a shawl. And but I always think of the as the duck's feet, uh, the bird's feet in general as hands because they they grip onto little sticks and and things like that. But and that's why I don't like the ducks because. You never know where their hands are. It's like a bad poker player. Yes. Are they cheating? I think all ducks are cheaters. And they will never play 
poker with them ever again. All right, question nine. You cannot have one bathroom, and it doesn't matter how much you love your wife. You must have two bathrooms. You really must. I think it's essential. Matt. Yes, I mean, Matt. Well, I, can, I feel like I can rule you and me out of this because, you know, it takes a certain budget to have two bathrooms. So I'm thinking that's one of our overseas guests. It's got to be Louis Theroux. It is not. It is Michael Caine there. Another one for Thank Michael. Thank you very and much. It's been Michael Caine. I'll have you know I have two toilets in my house, Matt. What? Yeah. Bloody la da <laughs> I'm finding toilets all the time in my house. How, how many toilets do you have in your house, Michael? Last chat time I checked, it was about seven. But Seven's too many. I have a clue that there is one that I have lost. Just like the Pom- Pomeranians, they're very, they get, I lose track of them. So, sorry, Michael, sorry, Sir yes. Michael. What, what's, so what's the reasoning why you've got to have at least two? It's because of, did you say it's because of women? Uh, I just... <laughs> Uh, you've got to have two. It's, no matter how much you love your wife, you must have two bathrooms. That's right. Is this elbow related? No, it is. <laughs> it's because you just need to have a little Michael Caine tub. You know what I mean? I like to stand in the mirror and I like to go, Michael Caine, Michael Caine, Michael Caine, Michael Caine, Michael Caine, Michael Caine, Michael Caine. And I do that over and over again for hours. And sometimes the wife will go in, come in and be like, are you doing the Michael Caine thing? And I'm like, yes, I'm Michael Caine. It's ridiculous. I wish that, I wish that she had never seen her. <laughs> and our final question for this round. A gentleman never shits. Uh, Louis Theroux. Yes, Louis. Is that a Josh Earl? No, that's a Matt Stewart. Matt Point Stewart. For Matt, yes. Well done, Matt. Yes, I, I understand was... what, why you might have thought it was me. I do yeah. tend to talk about poo far too much for my own liking. Mm. No, but yeah, I mean, that's quite the opposite, isn't it? I'm saying yes. you shouldn't do it as a gentleman. You're <laughs> going on about nothing else. Metamucil this. <laughs> Daily, like, uh, keeping regular that. What, mean, do, you, what do you think, uh, What uh, what's the alternative, Matt? Well, you know, you just, uh, you respect yourself and others. And you just don't shit. Just like your feelings, you hold it in. Hold it in. Out. <laughs> exactly. That that Until it causes be... you great pain. Do you not think that that could be problematic in terms of your health? No. no. <laughs> Have you? When was the last time you did a big shit? Well, I've never done one. I'm right. a gentleman. You just I would seem... have thought, Louis, you wouldn't have. Are you telling me you shit, Louis, through? I shit all the time. <laughs> What? Yeah. Well, that's thrown have, me. Yeah. I'm I'm a big shitter. I love it. So yeah. nothing better. You're missing and out. BBC actually stands for big brown craps. <laughs> actually, did you know that it actually stands? I just found this out. It stands for big black cocks. Really? I can't believe they named a TV station... Big Black Cox. It was Your outrageous. TV station. I, I know, it's my TV station. I was like, BBC. One day, I was, walked into the BBC office and I said, Hey, BBC, what does this stand for? I always thought that it was the British Broadcasting Corporation. No, they said, it's Big Black Cox. And I was like, why did you do this? Well, Louis, in Australia, we have the ABC, which is average Black Cox. So it's just, you know, they're fine. <laughs> but just, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. And it really put a thing in. I said, why don't you change it to, you know, like the British 
you know, broadcasting workshop, BBW. What about oh. that? You know? <laughs> hey, um, <laughs> sorry. Um, that reminds me, I've got to get the cream pie out of the oven. What, so, Louis, you were saying before you, you uh, like to look at other uh, men's cocks, like your friends and whatnot. Yes. Um, yes. What Josh just said then about average, is that the kind of language you would use, average cocks? Is well, that I the think, kind of thing? You know, every, everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, everyone's special. You know what I mean? I think everyone's different. I, yeah. I go around the world and I interview all these people and, uh, you know, and I say, excuse me, do you have a penis? And if they say yes, then I say, can I have a squiz? <laughs> and uh, and you wouldn't believe the penises that I've seen. And they all have something to give. you got to be careful saying squiz. Very, very close to jizz. But um, I would say... Uh, yes, but you didn't think I said jizz, though, did you? I'd, well, I, it took me a second. That's the thing. Really? I, I, pour, I left me... Um, I thought he said squeeze. Thank you, Michael. I okay. Appreciate well, that. I mean, that might be a Cockney thing, but I don't know. I'm you not guys talk a different language no. over there, don't you? Totally different accent. Oh, okay. What's yeah. Cockney? Uh, well, Cockney is an older, more like, hello, governor. You know, right, when yeah. you put on that sort of crazy. Yeah. Accent. Calling people a toilet, that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Shut your lid, you toilet. That sort of thing. Uh, yes, exactly. Josh was talking about average penises, but there's certainly, there surely are no average snowflakes, and you're saying penises are like snowflakes. Yes, well, I didn't say that they're average, did I? No, that's right. So, I mean, but you didn't take umbrage when Josh said it. That's Do you want me I to think. take umbrage? Yes, I would well, like I to see you take um, more umbrage. I officially take umbrage. I My umbrage has been taken, and I'm going to take yours. If you're not careful, I'm going to sneak over and take all your umbrage. Okay? Is that how How's that things... feel? Yeah, no, it doesn't feel good. Louis, how, how's things going over in the UK? COVID sort of been solved over there? Well, I don't live in the UK. I live in the US. And oh. I believe it's all been solved in the US. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That's back. great news. <laughs> <laughs> All right. At the end of the first round, the scores are Louis, you're on zero points. Oh. No, no points there. Well, fantastic. <laughs> Michael Kane, you're on two points. Uh, that's what I wanted. Yeah, I'm on two points, but in the lead on six points, it's Matt Stewart. Bloody hell. <laughs> this seems to happen when I play you too. I always feel bad because you're from another country and you don't, you, don't, you don't know us as well, even though I am on TV over there. But I feel like yeah. I've known you my whole life. And I've uh, seen Josh's penis, so I know him quite well, intimately, but only <laughs> as a friend. Okay. How would right. you describe it? Oh yeah, please. I'm interested to know. I think it's a uh, gentle. It's um a little bit churlish at times. Uh, you know, it does get a bit grumpy. Um, but outside of that, I th- I found it quite well mannered. Um, I was like, you've obviously been you know good parents, despite being a Tasmanian. Um, and uh, quite gentle and lovely. Yeah. Great Thank penis. You, 
Thank you. Five, five out of four out of five, just because I haven't met a perfect one yet. <laughs> the search continues. All right, this round is called Yearbook. Now, this round, we go back in time and talk about a moment that has stayed with us. And today we're talking about me. Now, when I was 10 years old, my friend's mum, Mrs. Bartlett, would drive me home from basketball training with a bunch of the other kids in my team. And quite often there'd be more than the legal amount of passengers in the car. So we would all take turns riding in the boot of the car. But what happened the time I rode in the boot? Was it A... She was driving very fast and got pulled over by the police. Even though the police were never going to open the boot, I panicked and thought they would, and I'd get arrested. So I started crying in the boot, which made me panic even more and thinking they would hear me. And due to this, I have a fear of small spaces. So that's A. B. She was driving super fast and I was very little and was being thrown around the boot a fair bit. That and the combination of the petrol fumes made me feel nauseous and I threw up. When they opened the boot to let me out, I was covered in vomit and Mrs. Bartlett, along with my parents, had to clean up the sick before all the other kids could be dropped off home. That's B. Or C, I was so scared in the boot that I pissed my pants. Because it was night time and I was wearing black basketball shorts, they couldn't see the piss mark when they let me outside of the boot. I never told anyone that I pissed in Mrs. Bartlett's boot and no one ever brought it up with me, so I am 100% positive that I got away with it. A, B, or C. Now, one of these is true. You can ask me as many questions as you want. Bear in mind, I don't want you to get it right. I want to get your points. It's very funny that you talk about the boot. Because we're filming Inception. Leonardo DiCaprio refused to be transported anywhere except for in the trunk of a car. (laughs) Nice little setup. A little bed and little martini glasses and a little bar. And I believe even a toilet. So he would not have that problem. That you just had. But Leo loves the boot. Get him in a trunk. I believe that's not the only time. I believe that in uh, The Revenant, he was also carted across the, the countryside in a trunk. In, in uh, What's Eating Gilbert Grape 2? He was like, what's in the, what's in the, the car's trunk? You boom, know, boom. It always asks, you know, everyone asks, what's eating Gilbert Grape? But nobody asks who <laughs> or why. Yeah, that's right. Interesting. Or when? Um, the I haven't seen The Revenant, but that is where uh, Leonardo DiCaprio lives inside of Bear, I think. So was that some somehow preparing for that role? Sorry, what was your, what was your question that you were asking Leonardo DiCaprio? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Leo. Um, are you are you free uh, to take this Le- one? Uh, yes, I will. I will act like Leonardo DiCaprio. What what is it about what is it about the boot that why does he love traveling in the boot? I think it maybe is like a a fetus thing. He's probably got memory. The reason why he's such a good actor is that he can remember what life was like in the womb. Is that good for acting? Is it? Yes, every every good actor, myself included, has wonderful memories of being in the womb, and it is a wonderful time, and I never forget it. Because I was floating around here, breathing through a tube, and also eating through a little tube that was connected to my mummy's tummy. But one thing that they don't tell you about, and I remember this greatly, is that the organs are all made up in the placenta. And then shifted down into the baby at a later date. What? 
So it's you can remember them forming like a Voltron kind of all coming together into... That's right, to make Michael Caine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, this is getting us a lot a lot further in whether this is true about... Oh, Twice. yes, that's right. So, um, so I mean, I, I think we're not super different in age. I, I think, was this something just of kids born in the 80s? Always got thrown in the boot. Yeah, and it, it wasn't like it was a station wagon where the boot was. It was a like a sedan, so you'd, you'd be closed in there. It was dark. There was nothing you could do. You just and Mrs. Bartlett would go over the speed bumps, of getting out of the basketball center, like boom, 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 boom. She'd go pretty fast, and then up uh, Mount Road to my house. Yeah, she loved. I it. know that you're going to lie for this question, but does. Do petrol fumes make you nauseous? Usually, of course, normally, you're going to try and. No. I normally love petrol. I love the smell of petrol, but in that tight place where there wasn't much uh, air coming in, it was a mm. uh, was it was a lot. Mm. Don't know if mm. you've ever been in the boot, Louis. Uh, I've never been in a boot myself, but uh, you know, I've I've got some friends that uh, have been in boots, and I own a pair of boots, and I know that that's not the same thing. But that's just another one of my crazy little jokes uh, and japes <laughs> that I like to do, where I'm like, oh, it means two. It, Two meanings? Isn't that weird? So a lot of good times with that one. Yeah. So, okay. So the third one you pissed in there and no yeah. one ever found out? No one ever. Well, they didn't say anything. Got away with it. Perfect crime. Was wearing but like you, satiny kind of, not satiny, but like, you know, the basketball shorts. that are. Was this in your dance uh, period? No, it was before the dance period. I was only like 10 or 11. Okay. So was it, do you, do you think, looking back, do you think they were being polite? And they did smell or notice? I No, not knowing the Bartlett's, they absolutely would have roasted me about it. There was, my friend Nick was the youngest of them. And then there was the two extra, extra ones, older ones. And they, uh, yeah, they would have bullied me mercilessly about it if they found out I pissed in the boot. Right. Wow. So that's, a, you would have been stoked. Yeah. Got away with it. Perfect crime. I'm going to go, so, okay, piss, vomit, vomit. or piss, or... Or crying. Crying. So oh, all... so it's a bodily function thing. So, yeah, something came out of me. Yeah. <laughs> you leaked something out. Yeah. One of your orifices. Are yes. orifices? Uh, well, no. Absolutely, the orifices. No, they're not. They're the most powerful orifice. In the human body. Well, you never blink, Michael. So that is right, and that is why I honour my orifices, as it is important for us all to do. Uh, all right, what do we think? Do we think A, B, or C? Uh, we'll go. Uh, we'll go Louis through. What do you think? I think uh, I'm going to go with the. Well, my gut sort of tells me, as a journalist, from the Big Black Hawks. Is I think it's going to be. I'm just going to play it safe and go crying. Crying, okay, Matt. Um, yeah, I think I don't know. I just really felt. I mean, it was the only question I asked, but I feel like there was some truth in that piss story. So, so always truth in piss. <laughs> and uh, and Michael Caine. I'm going to go with the piss as well. You're going to go with the piss as well. 
The correct answer was C. I did piss my pants in the boot of Mrs. Bartlett's car. Son of a bitch. And got away with <laughs> it until now. Okay Sorry, me. Louis. <laughs> point there for Michael. Okay point for Matt. Point for me. Josh, yeah. I'm just I'm I'm looking at a few of the the uh, live viewers here, and they're all reacting very differently to the show. My favourite, oh. I think, is Lib Mays, who seems to just be finding it <laughs> as the most relaxing experience. I think she's about to nod off. <laughs> I haven't been going through the the pictures. I should have done. I was looking at the thing there. So Dweebles was like the piss is the one from the very start. He was like that was it. It's got to be the piss. Uh, they know me so well, but yeah, it was the piss. So there you go. Uh, at the end of the round, scores are Louis Theroux on zero points still. Okay. I'm on three points. So Michael Kane on three points. In the lead on seven points is Matt Stewart. All right. Well Here done, we mate. Go. You have Thanks made, so much, Sir Michael. You have made a powerful enemy. <laughs> oh, no. I thought we were getting on swimmingly. Yeah, I'm just joshing with you. Okay. Now, this round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, I'll read out a story about uh, you... Or about someone on the panel. If you think it's true, you'll say yeah. If things a lie, you'll say nah. You can ask them any questions you want. Bear in mind, they want you to get incorrect, so they get your point. So, to Louis. Now, Matt recently filmed a bunch of videos around beer where he was lucky enough to interview one of his idols, Mr. Merv Hughes. They had to change locations and Merv offered Matt a lift. When Matt got in the car, Merv turned the car on to discover that he was listening to a podcast with Oprah Winfrey and Eckhart Tolle on mindfulness. Yeah or nah? Well, I know that you do have a a little documentary where you you do. Is that Matt's all about it? Uh this is a different one he's talking about here. I love Matt's um, all about it. It's a, you just go to different buildings and you go. Matt's up with that, <laughs> and then we we investigate what the building is. And it, oh, it's just a cheesecake factory. Oh, Matt's all about it. And then you, yeah. it's just you eating a budget. I love that episode. One of my favourites. Oh, if you don't mind, Michael, I'm trying to ask some questions. Yes, of course. Sorry. I just get very excited. I'm such a big fan. We had to really retool this show for us, the Australian market. Uh, we took out the buildings and we replaced it with beer. Oh, well, it ended up sense. just being a beer, a beer-based show. A beer-based show. Fantastic. Yeah. That's food. I don't touch beer myself. No, no, drink it, keep, Michael. i got to keep fighting fit, so I only drink very low calories things like whiskey and milkshakes. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of obviously skim milk then? What skim like milk? Skim milk, the, the lighter the lighter milk. The I don't believe in it. I don't believe it. it's skim milk. Oh, it, it exists. No, I don't believe it. <laughs> it's like Santa Claus. It's something that you tell your children <laughs> to make sure that they are not naughty. No, it's if you don't believe in skim milk, you don't receive any skim milk. That's Oh, so it's like a sort of manifesting into reality. Yes. So if I started to believe in skim milk... You then would get some skim milk. I would get skim milk. But I don't want skim milk because I don't believe that skim milk exists. Okay, so right. I'm just going to go ahead and ask the questions. Um, right, so you, the mindfulness was playing. Yeah. I was I was shocked. So, um, firstly, that Merv uh, was okay to drive because everyone else on set was drinking. He was mm. the only one uh, available to drive apart from um, the director. So, mm. there were two cars. And yeah, I just I honestly I did not I recognize Oprah Winfrey's voice. I'm not 
you know, I'm, I'm somewhat cultured. Yes. Uh, Eckhart Tolle, I, I always thought he was pronounced Eckhart Tolle until um, I heard him say his own name, which he does at the top of the episode, Eckhart Tolle. And, um, yeah, I was surprised. I didn't know what he did. I thought he was a race car driver, but it turns out he's some sort of a, a, a spirit spirit man. So the power of the, now, Matt. So yeah. Merv the Perv was... Merv the Perv? <laughs> so Merv Are you the a perv... bit of a cricket fan, Louis? <laughs> I've heard. I've heard about it. You know, he would... You know, and I've listened to the the 12th Man documentary series. <laughs> it's a wonderful documentary series about uh, the... the... Uh, the wide world of sports uh, on uh, on the television that you've got there, fantastic. Some of the things they do there is a bit, uh, it's a bit racist now. I have to say. <laughs> I, I, I reckon you could leave that now. I reckon it was racist back then too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what you don't, maybe you don't realise this. Uh, the guy who came up with that also had a number one hit on the music charts called Australiana. So he did. He did some good work for Australian culture as well. Australiana, that's um, ostentatious though. Yeah, but yes. it, was writ- it was written by Twelfth Man. Wow, that's a bit oh. of Australian trivia. Yeah, a bit of a fun fact. Fun fact. Thank <laughs> I'm you. I'm starting to just say things I think now. Oh, I don't know what that's like. <laughs> I would never do it. I think very carefully before I speak. So oh, overthought you- it. What do you think, uh, Louis? Do you think right. this is yeah? Or I no? think that's correct. Yes. This is a tr- untrue story. A point really? there for that. Yes. But you talked to Merv the perv. Well, I mean, I I know I've never heard that he's a perv. He was a gentleman. <laughs> oh, I'm sure so, he. I'm sure he is. But that's his. That's what you used to call out on right. the on the grounds. Oh, okay. I, ben... I always heard Swerven Mervin. Swerven Mervin, beautiful. <laughs> but he, he, I would not be surprised. Uh, he's definitely he was a deep guy, a very funny man, and a gentleman. Don't reckon he would shit. But not deep, <laughs> not deep enough for that story to be true, though. No, right. I just made it up. I thought it'd be funny having Merv listen to Eckhart Tolle. I right. genuinely didn't realize it was pronounced Tolle until you sent me that message. Or no, actually, until you said it out no, loud. I said here. it, yeah, because I didn't send you a voice message. All right, now to Matt. You got a point there, but to Matt. When now, when Michael was ten years old. He was in a pantomime. When he entered the stage, he got a huge laugh, which he described as the most electric feeling he had ever had. He performed with gusto, and the audience laughed the entire time. It wasn't until he left the stage that he realised his fly was open. Yeah or nah? Oh, I mean, I'd love to hear what Louis thinks of this. You want me to ask the question? I mean, yeah, it's, well, your, it's your turn. People have just listened to me. Yeah, but I mean, you, you are a guy who knows about seeing other men's penises and probably your own as well. But um, what about this? Michael Caine doing a whole play with his chop out. Is that is just that for, what I... No, am I understanding that right, Michael? My, my flower is just open. Okay. okay. It's a little fun thing. Okay, there was nothing, nothing about it. And I was right. playing... Uh, a little, a little crazy butler, and uh, I was supposed to go on and say, "Uh oh, my lord, what's this thing?" And then, of course, a genie was about to was going to come in and sing a little number with a bunch of little puppy dogs. That they weren't real puppy dogs; they were obviously people dressed as puppy dogs because we all know puppy dogs cannot sing. But as I went on, I absolutely smashed it. I was on top of the world. It was his early days. 
Of course. I was only 10 years. So I'd only had How about old were you? 30. I was, I was 10 years old. Only, so only 10 years old? I'd only... That's right. <laughs> I was only 10 years old. I was only 10 years old. <laughs> okay. So I'd only had about 20 to 20 years acting experience under my belt. <laughs> of course, in the womb. That's right. You, were in, you also, had 10 years beyond. in the womb. No, I was 10 years in, in both my mum's ovaries and my dad's scrotum. Okay. And I remember it all. I remember being two places at once. And I was extremely wriggly in one place and then just chilling somewhere. So, and so I would you, watch all these... Okay, yes. I was going to say, you, you were, so you were 10. Other yes. people in the, in the cast, how, were they older, younger? It was all 10. Oh, everyone was 10. All 10-year-olds. It, okay. was, it, it, was a, <laughs> it was all 10-year-olds. And uh, we were doing uh, Romeo and Juliet crossed with uh, Carry On... Uh, style pantomime crossed with a Christmas carol. So wow. the star-crossed lovers were crossed two more times. That's right, because uh, it was star-crossed lovers were then visited by the the ghosts of Christmas past, present and future, and uh, there was a genie, and there was a bit where we go, there was a bad guy in like a little, I don't, he had nothing to do with the plot, and everyone would go behind you, and uh, uh, we couldn't see him. <laughs> so, Wait, do does think, this Matt? all have to be true, Josh? No, if you think that, yeah, the whole story is true, or if there's some lies, there can be some lies, but if you think it's all true, you say, yeah. If you think there's some lies, you say, nah. I was believing for a while. So you're saying that your chop wasn't out. You hadn't flopped the chop. It was I had just not flopped the chop. fly down. It just had to fly down to half-mast, so to speak, right. although I did not know who had died that day to warrant it. <laughs> but that's the problem, because I did not know that it was there. And I thought that the audience's laughter was incurred purely by me staring directly into their souls with the power of my most powerful orifices, the eyes. <laughs> yeah, eyes up, I was up here, please. Yes. <laughs> um, all right, look... I mean, it's tricky because we're dealing with one of the greatest actors of all time. I know. Who better to lie at me? But I, I buy this. I say, yeah. Matt, you are correct. It is a true story. <laughs> You're on yes. fire, Matt. You have. You haven't got anything wrong. Absolutely on fire. Okay. Very you good. You need to slow down. We're all worried about you. I just saw someone in the chat, Louis, asking, are you keen for peen? <laughs> Am I keen for peen? Yeah. Only friends peen. Okay. And there's nothing okay. weird about it. It's just... It's an old. It's it's very English, okay. And, and, and Michael Michael Caine, are you Caine for pain? Am I Caine for pain? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. You might need to know because I am selling these wonderful Caine chairs at Michael's Caine yes. that have uh, that have aluminium in the in the covers, and they are supposed to cure from all back pain. It's got aluminium and it's got magnesium. Oh, woven nice. into it, That's and good. if you sit on it, all your pain in your joints will go. So in oh. that in that case, I am actually keen for pain. I'll have to hit you up as someone who has back pain. Okay, so to Michael now. Now, when Louis was in his twenties, he was living in Washington. When one day he went to a nearby park to buy weed, 
After walking around trying to make eye contact for an, an hour, he finally scored some. But five minutes later, he was arrested for possession. On the day of the court case, he simply rang them up and said he couldn't make it. And that was the last he ever heard of it. Yeah or nah? So it was so, to you, Sir Michael Caine, about Louis Theroux. So let's get. So what exactly happened? Well, I was in my 20s and I was living in Washington. Washington? Uh, and then I went to a park to, you know, because we were... We were kids, you know, and to buy some, buy some weed to, to smoke a big bowl with some mates to bong on. Are you a big smoker, Louis? No, not now. No, I don't. Uh, I don't really uh, smoke as much anymore. But yep. uh, it, there was a time that I was really down on the hooch, you know, that I was going to that I punched a cone like a bad boy, you know. Yeah. But um. And so we went down there, and then you know, obviously we got uh, we got uh, arrested uh, because we did it quite openly. Well, sometimes you forget that it's illegal, but it, it was actually. And we got uh, and obviously the bobby came round, and he said, "What are you doing?" And uh, we said, "We're buying weed." I'm Louis from the Rue from the BBC. I wasn't from the BBC at that point, but <laughs> that was just you know already there. Manifest destiny. That's right. That's right. So um, yeah, just a, I just called them up and I said, "Hey, I can't, I can't make it." Did you and have an I excuse? Have, I just got lucky. Sorry, Michael, but I, I want to ask a question. Did you have an excuse about why you couldn't make it, or just said, "No, I can't"? I no, can't, I just can't. said, oh, "I can't make it. I can't, I can't make it down there." Sorry. So I don't know if you'll listen at the start. My namesake, Josh Earl, in in Polk County, doesn't turn up to his court dates, and he gets thrown in jail. How come you got to walk walk free? Probably a privilege. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Connections? Are you a well-connected man? Um, you said Washington. Is that Washington in America? Yeah. Yes. It is. It, right. Absolutely. So you've spent your in America now. You're in America. Then why do you even have an English accent? Uh, well, you know, I went to school uh, in England, and I lived there. I grew up there. Sort of when I was a kid, I was in the US. My right. father, who was a famous writer, uh, he. Um, he would travel and, and, and do things like that. So we moved around a bit. But, yeah, well, um, born in Singapore, then lived yeah. in England, crisscrossed to America All over and the back. place. Yeah. You're a man of the world, Louis. That's right. And so we kind of moved everywhere. It's probably why I've got sort of a weird accent. <laughs> that that must be what it is. Do you think? <laughs> yeah. yeah. kind of a weird accent like Sometimes this. Sometimes you do jump between one and the other. So, yeah, okay. Uh, Michael, any, any, what do you think? Yeah or nah? I think it is. it checks out. But with my powers of deduction, we've had one nah and one yeah, so I could go 50-50 here. Oh, what are you going to go with? I'm going to say it was in, well, in the US, it would have been, you know, I say nah. So, Michael Kane, you are incorrect. Louis, you get a point. This is a true I story. I got you. I got you, you, <laughs> you son of a bitch. And you fell for it. You thought that I, what the fuck? <laughs> fuck you. You've got me. You really, I really was flummoxed. What a great acting ability that you have. Yeah, I just called them. I just yeah. called them. I said I couldn't do it, and I don't know what happened. It's like it just got lost in the in the mail or something. And and you they know? let you back in the country. I see. This is my thing. I can't believe they just let you back in. Like surely... I think they just totally forgot about it. Oh. Yeah. Absolute yeah. privilege. All right, at the end of the round, the scores are Louis. Also, you're on my one father point. is a famous writer, and as we all know, yes. in the US, uh, 
famous people don't have to obey the law. So I think that had maybe a little something to do with it as well. Okay, pulled some strings. All right, at the end of that round, the score's out. Louis, you're on one point. I'm on three yes. points. So Michael Kane's on three points. And in Michael the lead, Kane. On, on nine points, it's Matt Stewart. All right, we are going to run through this round because I've heard someone has to get out early. So here we go. This round is called Who Who. Josh, who, name and who. shame. Who's the one who's making oh, us sleep I've early? I've just heard someone's got a twitch. They've got to start. Um, Michael Kane, surely not. <laughs> yeah, get it's on the... it. <laughs> Actually, I do have uh, a little camming. I do some camming on the side where I dance and, uh, you know, things like that. All right. Well, let's not that there's get... anything wrong with that. <laughs> let's get into it. This round is called Who 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 Who. In this round, I'll read out 10 questions about the four of us. I'm included. If you think you know who it is, buzz in. Your name's your buzzers. You get a point if you get it right, point off if you get it wrong. The only round you can lose points. Question one. Who here had a job as a as a future deputy prime minister's personal alarm clock? Had to wake up the de- future Louis deputy Theroux. prime minister. Yes, Louis. Michael Caine. No, it was you, you dipshit. You point <laughs> off. You've lost your point. <laughs> I tricked you. Yes. Of course. Nick. Sorry, I was on the weed quite a bit there. Wh- which Nick prime Clegg. minister was that, Louis? It was Nick Clegg, who was Nick Clegg. Yeah. How could Clegg. I forget? Clegg's. I used to wake wake up and say, "Clegg's with the hairy legs." Oh, you are a scamp. I'm a, I'm a real roustabout. <laughs> it's so uh, good to get a dipshit in today, Josh, thanks. for the live audience as well. I actually think I've, I've brought it back into the popular lexicon. I'm seeing it all over the place. I love I, a good I like dipshit. Yeah. dipshit. All right. Question two. Who, who here once wrote a letter, a fan letter, to a brewery? Michael Caine. Yes, Michael Caine. <laughs> that is Matt Stewart. <laughs> it is Matt Stewart, yes. The person drinking a beer on screen, yes. <laughs> I yeah. want to love anything. I want to love my wife as much as <laughs> Matt Stewart loves beer. What brewery was it? It was Bogues, down in your home oh, state of Tasmania. My, my Close not, to your home city. Well, my adopted home city. I lived there for five years in Launceston. I'd just like to imagine you going to your Bogues. Every, every brewing day. This. Every brewing day, it smelled <laughs> like wheat bix in the town. In the morning, you'd wake up. Oh, that's yeah. where Wheat Bix is made. We did no, no, sanitarium just, down there. No, oh, just yeah, the, gotcha. the brewing smell. The brewing process. Made it smell yes. like Wheat Bix. You'd wake up and go, they sent, mm, hot Wheat Bix. They replied with a beautiful package to me as well. They sent me uh, like a hat and some posters and a, and a bottle opener. Do you know beautiful that wheat Bix, wheat Bix is owned by Sanitarium and they're yes. Seventh day Adventists? So they don't pay tax. That's right. So the entire company doesn't pay tax. Craziness. Mm. So and Vitabrits don't add sugar, whereas wheat bix do. There you go. go. <laughs> but what's, what's the difference between? I did that thing again where I just uh, knew something, so I said it. <laughs> Should have put your glasses on. <laughs> All right. Next question: Who here has a podcast about gangs? Uh, Matt. Michael Caine. I heard Matt first. That's got to be Louis Theroux. It's not. It's Michael Caine. What? Michael tricked you there. <laughs> uh, that's why I said Michael Caine. I gave you a hint. And you didn't take Did it. Did I just, I I just interrupted a possible dipshit? <laughs> Shattered. Uh, yeah, a podcast about gang life. Michael Caine loves it. Michael Caine. <laughs> You've played I a love... few great gang uh, members, haven't you? Yes, I have indeed. I have indeed. But I, quite, I love uh, gangs and gang signs and I, I love reading about the Crips and the Bloods. Which which team are you? Which side? Well, they're all one side now. It, there's no such. They come together. Yes, they they've. 
I believe that they have sort of come together. The, the Crips in the Blood is not what it used to be in, say, like the 90s. No. But if I had to pick one, I would pick uh, a Crib. When they came together, did they put down their red and their blue and just wear purple? Because that's an amalgamation of the two colours. Is that? I think they still use the same. They still okay. use Crips and bl Blood colours. But Yeah. But it's not like it once was. All right, next question. When you get into the cartels now, and they have really changed a lot of the landscape, especially in uh, the Los Angeles County uh, area. So you've got to think about that. And, and I do wonderful episodes about how the cartels are moving in and they've changed the landscape of the gang lands. But of course, don't get me started about the Chicago. <laughs> Something's happening in the chat. I don't know what's happening. I'm going to stay out of it. Sort yourselves out. All right, next round. Our next question. Who here has a favourite shirt that I like to wear because it doesn't make any noise? <laughs> Wait, are you involved in this one, Josh? I'm, I'm involved. Michael Caine. I'm yes, Michael Caine. Matt, I'm saying that is Josh. I already said no, something. No, oh, no, no too late. But you're too late. Michael, who was it? I'm going to say Josh. I mean, Josh. Louis. No, it was... It was uh, Michael said me. It was actually Louis Theroux. Point, yes, point that's off, right. Michael. Yeah. I call it my silent shirt. No one can hear me. I become... Invisible to the human ear. Apparently, you've worn it for the last 20 years on, on camera because it doesn't it's, make noise. It doesn't rustle. That's right. There's nothing worse than a rustle of any kind. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like like when you walk into an audition and there's a rustle there, you're not going to get it. It's ridiculous. You're not going to get it. But if you want something, you know, because obviously we're wearing uh, little lapel mics and things like that, and it's just a nightmare otherwise. It's ridiculous. I would go shirtless if I had to. I'm quite buff now. Don't you think? Don't you yes. think I'm buff? You're very, you're very, it's the John Wick. Would you describe that I'm buff? Yes, you're buff. Thank you. Louis buff. All right, next question. Who here once, while they were on a bus, tackled a man who was fighting the driver? Matt, that feels like a Michael Caine. You are correct, Matt. That was a Michael Caine. Point there yes, to Matt. Sir. I would have loved to have seen that, Michael. What happened? I just got, I said, what are you doing? And I gave him a good head butt. And I tackled well, to the well, the person in my research, the person who actually it was that you tackled was uh, Billy Connolly. That's right. Your, your good friend, Billy Connolly, who had had a few too many drinks and thought he'd tackle the, the punch the bus driver. And uh, yeah. That's right. And that's the difference between me and Louis is that I sat, you know who your friends are by giving them a good headbutt and a tackle. Whereas he has uh, loves to headbutt their tackle. <laughs> it's a little joke. Not a lot of people know that. There it is. All right, <laughs> question six. Who here has had the Disney's Gummy Bears theme song going through their head on and off for about 20 years? Louis Theroux? Yes, Louis. Is that Josh? No, that is Matt Stewart there. Point right. off, no, it's Louis. Just running. It's, just, it's just going again. Dancing Dancing I don't even know the words. High adventure that's beyond compare. They are the gummy bears. You got a very nice singing voice, Louis. That's thank you so much. Thank you so much. Can you do a gummy bears on the auto tune? Gummy bears bouncing here and there and everywhere. High adventures and beyond compare. They are the gummy bears. Michael Caine, can you do you have auto tune on your voice as well? I do. Every celebrity gets an auto-tune implanted into their esophagus. Gummy bears. 
Ouch and hit and there and everywhere. High adventure. That's beyond compare. Now you have a gob, Gabby Bears. Alright, next question. Who here has only smoked pot once in their life? Michael Caden. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yes, Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Yes, you are correct. I don't, you, I can't give you the point, though. I just didn't get to give you a dipshit. I don't know how this works. Josh, say the line we all want to hear. It was you, you dipshit. I know, that's why I said it. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. All right, we'll move on. Okay, <laughs> who here used to have a monthly column in Penthouse magazine? Michael Caine. Yes, Michael Caine. Louis Tavu. No, that was me. A point off, Michael Caine. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Wait, they, what? They, you had a you had a monthly yeah. column in Penthouse. They called it Earl's Court, and I just wrote about whatever. Did you talk about it? Was it a lot like uh, you know those other men? What's the other ones that they call? F- the, the, FHM and FHM. That's right. Did you have to talk? Use the words like baps <laughs> no. and smooth. <laughs> smooth. Did you have to read write it for no. people with, with a. Is this the Australian version or the international? The the Australian version. And I started off because during Comedy Festival one year, my publicist that I hired said, hey, Penthouse would like 300 words to just promote your show. So I wrote it, at the time I was a librarian, so I wrote it from the perspective of a librarian in Penthouse and doing all those kind of like take my hair off and let my glasses out and all that kind of stuff all the other way around. And uh, they liked it and so they offered me a job and it was like 500 words, $500. It was great. And then they said I could write about anything I wanted. It didn't have to be sexual at all. So I just wrote about stuff in the library. I wrote about fonts. I just, it was, yeah, it was great. In the chat, Harvey Wiseman just said that he only ever bought the penthouses for your columns. (laughs) (laughs) Great. All right, next question. Whose grandmother, when she turned 100, had 100 cupcakes delivered to her from Tom Cruise? That feels too big for uh, Bernie to me. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say, Matt. Yes, Matt. I'm going to go with uh, Louis Theroux. It was Louis Theroux. Yes, point there for That's Matt. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, because your your cousin. I feel like Justin Michael Caine's mum would have turned a yeah. hundred a hundred years ago. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Um. Uh. And uh. But uh. He came around and he you know popped around. And he he laughed at and got on their couch things like that. And, and then, uh. Threatened them. Did you talk to him about your documentary on Scientology at all? Did you say, hey, I've got a bit of a documentary? He hasn't seen it. I haven't talked to him yet, which is weird because we do see each other, um, you know, or at least we saw each other, say, you know, in the in the Eyes Wide Shut parties that we go to, uh, which is just where we go over to his house and watch Eyes Wide Shut. Um, <laughs> which for you, I mean, Michael Caine, if you watched Eyes Wide Shut, you would, that would be such a foreign film for you. A foreign film. Well, the closing of the eyes would be a foreign thing. That's right. Yeah. I would like to watch it because I like to see things that I never even thought of before. And so it's like, this looks like something that 
I would never be imagining is to close my eyes. But little did I know that I got to see Nicole Kidman's bus. Buzzies. Bats. <laughs> All right, and our final question for the game. Bringing it around. Yeah, he's bringing great. it around. He's saying, picking up things, and then he's putting them back in, saying, that's, "What about this?" That's why he's a sir. That's why he's a sir. Now, who that's here? Right. That's why. That's why you take improv classes. Who here once said "gorgeous" to someone, and the person they said it to agreed that they couldn't pull off the word "gorgeous"? Louis Theroux. Yes, Louis. Is that Michael Caine? No, it was Matt Stewart. Uh, point off, Louis. Gorgeous. See? Oh yeah, I take it back. That's nice. Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah, you yeah, can gorgeous. Say gorgeous. Gorgeous. I messaged a friend uh, describing an Angel Olsen song. I said, check out the new Angel Olsen song. It is gorgeous. <laughs> and then I, there was like a 30-second gap, no reply, and I'm like, I panicked. I'm like, I can't really pull off gorgeous, can I? And I said, nah, I don't think you can. I feel like that with emojis. I'm like, nah, not going to. I just can't. I don't feel comfortable pulling, like doing them. Yeah, and that's the end of that story. Okay, <laughs> I don't, I don't believe in emojis. No, I, it's funny. I mean, this is our problem, isn't it, Josh? Surely yeah. we should be able to pull off gorgeous and emojis. I might try it in this when I do the. I might say with the gorgeous Matt Stewart, and do some emojis at the bottom when I promote this uh, episode. Hey, that's the end of the game. At the end of the game, the scores are Louis Theroux minus two points. Yes. Michael Caine, two points. Michael Caine. <laughs> Josh Earl, three points. But our winner on ten points, it's Matt Stewart. Thank you so much. Well Embarrassed as always to win I think on that's these great uh, episodes. Three in a row, and this is it. We're not going to do another one with you, with you, with you three. <laughs> what did we do? Uh, nothing. I just think three's a nice number. Tie it up at three. Uh, hey, Josh, have you ever come second before on this show? No, and I, I said if as soon as I win the game, that's it. I'm I'm retiring the podcast. So if you really it's wanted me to call. stop the podcast, you should have got all the questions wrong in the final round, Matt, and I would have won. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So because you win, Matt, people can find you. You got do go on. You got primates. Where else can people find you? Uh, yeah, just um, I'm on online and in all the classic places. Matt Stew underscore Art on Twitter. And uh, I've just been doing some pretty um, groundbreaking investigative journalism on primates, a, a podcast that uh, you, Josh, have been a guest on before, and so has Ben Russell, who was mentioned who earlier. Mentioned, yep. Um, but uh, the last few episodes, we've been looking into uh, a photo of a gorilla titty slide or an ape titty slide. It's got two slides coming out where the tits would be on the gorilla. Someone posted the photo online. I saw the photo, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we've so far done two episodes looking into it, and it is heating up. <laughs> Excellent. So primates can be found where where, where, you've, where you listen to this. You'll be able to find primates as well. Great. Hey, uh, Louis Theroux, where can people find you? Or do you um, have anything you want to plug? Is there anything, any person you want to plug? I would love to plug my friend Ben Russell. Oh, yeah? He uh, is really cool and smart, and he smells great, and, and- he can do complex um, poems in his mind. What's his penis like? It's really cool. <laughs> and I've heard he's got a Twitch that's happening right now. If everyone it's... in this chat wants to go and watch Ben's yes. Twitch, you... where, where would they find it, Louis? Twitch.tv slash Bon Member. 
Bond member. Great. And someone in the pod says, it's very nice that um, Ben lent you his Zoom link too, uh, Louis, seeing your I don't your know name, what you're talking about. Your name on the thing is... My anyway. name says Louis Theroux. Okay. My name and I am Michael Kane. Michael, where can people find you? MichaelCain.com. All your Kane <laughs> no, needs. Michael's Kane. Yum, yum, yum. Uh, hey, thank you everyone for watching this. I'm not sure if I'll do it again next week. It's it's fun, but it's also uh, more stress. And uh, but it's been fun. Hey, uh, thanks everyone who's Patreon subscribers. Thanks everyone who's um, been downloading the podcast. Oh, uh, hopefully we're going to be all locked down soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Later.